The Right Hook Podcast. Make business sense on the road with the Mitsubishi Outlander Business, the two-seater SUV with low BIK, 200 euro VRT and a five-year warranty. MitsubishiMotors.ie Well, for the last two weeks, there's been extravagant medical advice given out here free because Dr. Kira Kelly was, of course, on holiday. Dr. Kira Kelly was now back. So we're doing the $60 questions again rather than the $200 ones, which you got for the last two weeks with all the specialists. Now, if you have questions, you can text them to 53106. And if you don't get to them today... Um, we will, of course, deal with them in due course. Dr. Kelly, welcome to the programme. Thank you very much, George. Are you accusing me of being cheap? Well, I'm not accusing you. This is a factual <laughs> programme. <laughs> this is a, <laughs> a fact- matter of fact. <laughs> yeah, it's a factual. Like last week, we had a professor talking about um, all kinds of stuff. The week before, we had another expert. I mean, it was fantastic. Yeah. I'm surprised I was asked now, back, the, actually. Well, I tell you, truthfully now, this is very serious. I I, I, I was questioning having you back yeah. today. Yeah, I felt Because, that. no, all the questions are extraordinarily complicated. Are they not? You've had a look at them. The, I the, mean, some of them they? are quite complicated, but are you suggesting... That I can't handle complicated because no, you'd be wrong. I, I, no, no, no. I was thinking of getting my English teacher because <laughs> most of the words are dumb in We need a thesaurus here today. Yes, we do. Now, John in Tala heard me in the Anna Rossi clinic out in uh, Clontarf and I had, they put me in a body suit and then they kind of ran a machine over me and Good I Lord. instantly went like into a Tarzan-like figure for what it had done to me. But but this fella, John Teller, wants to thought I had it, a treatment for capillaries, laser treatment. Capillaries are like kind of vein-type things, Do you know what he's they? talking about? He's talking about laser treatment for broken capillaries. Sometimes you see in someone's face, for example, little red, what we sometimes call, refer to as thread veins, broken in people's faces. Normally associated with drinking a bottle of whiskey a day. Certainly drinkers often have them, but other people have them too. Oh, do they? Yeah, you know who also has them is people like um, glasses wearers sometimes have them across their cheekbones where the glasses oh, really? sit on, okay. on their cheekbones and break their capillaries. So, so thread veins in the face can be treated um, with lasers and, and it works yeah it does and it's expensive and it's cosmetic but if it's bothering you you can have it done and it's generally if it's done under the auspices of somebody who's trained and suitably qualified to do so it's an effective form of expensive treatment but laser all kind of modern day medical lasers work to be fair yeah, yeah. some of the people now who would use laser treatment for, for broken yeah. capillaries may not be medically trained they may be, they may be more cosmetically right. trained if you're a 46-year-old woman, now, like, one of the things I didn't actually discover uh, about the birds and the bees until I was certainly able to vote. I think I was about 23 before. I find that very hard no, to no, believe, but, George, knowing you as I do. my word of honour. I was a very late developer in that area, the birds Get and the bees. Get off to a flying start then, though, I'd suggest. <laughs> yeah. But... Periods were a complete mystery to me. Mm. I had no, I still don't know very much about them. But I do get this. You have a 46-year-old woman and her periods are now arriving every 17 days instead of 28. I thought 28 was like ticking of a clock, kind of. So how did it come every 17? Okay, most women have a 28-day cycle. However, many, many, many women do not fall into that category. And you have to bear in mind, 
women are not metronomes, okay? We aren't kind of tick-tock, tick-tock. So lots of things impact on our menstrual cycle. So stress can impact on it. Fatigue can impact on it. Other hormonal sort of issues can impact on it. Um, menopause? Get, me, menopause, I was going to get to that. Gaining weight, losing weight, all of those kinds of things can impact on, on how regular your cycle or is. Or running marathons? All those things, yeah. Weight, that's usually to do with, with, with you know, yeah. excessive exercise and weight loss. But here's the thing. Women generally speaking, get their, their, their periods from their earliest teens. They go until their earliest 50s on average. But towards the end of their menstrual years, they become what's probably best referred to as perimenopausal, which doesn't mean you're this woman who's 46 is having the menopause, but her cycle is changing but, and hers is now more rapidly right. cycling. So you're not worried about it? It's not that I'm more... No, I'm not worried about it. It's not a sinister thing. But here's the thing. It's a bloody inconvenience having your period every 17 days so uh, I would suggest she may want to have something done about it okay and there are things that can be done because we can manipulate your periods with hormones Um, there are oral tablets you can take but what an awful lot of women with this kind of history that she's giving us here would do is is get a, a contraption called Contraption is a very bad word, but called the Mirena coil. Um, and the coil is an IUD. It's an intrauterine device. It's placed into the uterine cavity and it releases a small amount of progesterone, which tends to help right. with okay. this kind of thing. So there's stuff that can be done. Now, the only time I knew anything about the, the duration of periods, because yeah. the Catholic Church's form of birth control yes. was obviously based on the period, it the was. fertile, lint, fertile yeah. period. And I was just thinking, reading this, where instead of every 28 for this lady at 717, can you imagine if you were trying to work, as many people must have been doing, many God-fearing days, Catholics yeah. in those days would be trying to work at, at, around a cycle that you've just said isn't metronomic. Well, exactly. Uh, Hence the very large family sizes in Ireland down through the generations, George. The the rhythm method is an ineffective form of contraception. Okay. What about, we're still on these periods. What about this 21-year-old who hasn't had a period in 12 months? That's the other end of the spectrum. And this is is actually not from the, 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 uh, the... 21 year old this is from her mum who her wants her to go back on the pill the GP said well what she's saying is she's been advised to go back on the pill and is that okay going back on the pill probably will create an artificial menstrual cycle for this girl because the pill is taken cyclically you take three weeks of the pill and then one week off the pill three weeks on one week off All and right. you do create a cycle but it won't address the underlying fact that this girl is not naturally having a menstrual cycle is that of concern there's generally speaking, and I, I'm the broad strokes here today on, on, on the Right Hook Health Check, generally speaking, two reasons why you mightn't have, have a, a period. One is, is that you're underweight, and there are 21-year-olds who are grossly underweight. Who oh, wait, I mean, not suggesting this child, but, but for instance, people who suffer from anorexia exactly. and bulimia and Their all this, they don't have periods. Anorexics don't have periods, they're periods right, okay. But there are okay. other people who are just very, very thin, not necessarily anorexic, and we're not saying anything about this girl, obviously, with regard no, of course to not. But if she's very underweight, she may not have a period. So that's one reason. But if she was very underweight, right? Let's say she is, because we haven't got her here in the we studio, don't. we can't look at her. We haven't got photograph even. But I mean, if somebody is very underweight, do you then tell them eat some more? I mean, for example, well, aren't you always trying to get a non-medical cure? Aren't you always well, trying to you, cure people yeah, without well, giving which, them a In the same pill? way I say to people who are overweight, eat less. Yeah. 
people who are underweight, I, I have said to people, and I've said to young women of the, women of these this kind of age, you need to put on a little bit of weight. And they're often really surprised. They go, no, 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 but I look like all my friends. And then I say, well, then all your friends are underweight as well because you are. Yeah. And if your periods have stopped because you're you're so skinny, that's your body telling you we're shutting down bodily functions at the moment all because right. we're not in great shape. The other reason, the second reason why women sometimes don't have a period is the opposite. Some women who are heavy have a condition called polycystic ovarian syndrome and they don't get periods either. So basically for, for optimum menstrual health, if you like, being a normal body weight is, is, right. is the best thing okay, you can do. Okay, but be. going back on the pill wouldn't be a disaster. It wouldn't her. be a disaster. Right. And really this is only of major consequence for two reasons. One is to protect your bones because you want to have estrogen and, and you want to have hormonal cycles to protect yourself from osteoporosis. So that's one of the reasons right. why one periods nearly finished the other reason why you might want to have periods is if you wanted to try and get pregnant which you probably don't at 21 but that will become an issue later down the line and and we could talk about that if that was anybody out there listening who was in that position Yeah I just heard a bunch of doors banging in my ear here all the men listening to the programme have gone on for a pint to all this talk Good enough for them hardly any women get a look in in here There's a 35 year old man three small cysts have developed on his scrotum no less well, that, uh, we can't have a right hook health check, you and without I, with, the scrotum. without the but scrotum. But this isn't my scrotum, this is his scrotum. This is another scrotum has taken centre stage today. I'm sure you're Three not. Cysts. I'm sure you're not happy about that. Um, fleshy sac that the testes live inside. And the scrotum is an area that's vulnerable to cysts because of one, it's a kind of a sweaty area, but two, it's also a, an area that, that's hair producing. So, so there's lots of hair follicles there and they get blocked quite easily. And often in those kinds of areas of the body, like the armpits, another one, people do see cysts. Um, cysts are generally of no concern. They're not sinister are in the main. No, they're not. But some people aren't happy to have them because A, they're uncomfortable or they've become infected or whatever. But also sometimes people are conscious about their genitalia um, from a sexual point of view. They want things to, they want things to not... Yeah, but uh, they want things to appear in a certain way. Yeah, of course you do. There you go. And like, I, are these cysts like are they green and yellow and all not that? Not at all. Kind no, they're stuff. usually like a little lump, and sometimes they're a bit red. They can be excised pretty handily. They're not that uh, right. under local anaesthetic. But your your girlfriend wouldn't throw a fit if she saw them, unless your girlfriend wasn't worth having. No, but I'm serious here, right? No, you see, you dismiss me as some legion, like, whereas actually, you know, I've been through all this kind of stuff with my scrotum and everything else. The thing is that you, everybody's worried about STDs, right? Okay, I mean, yeah. deadly serious. Yeah, of course. Everybody's and worried so they about should it. be. Yeah. STIs. So, right, you, you arrive in and you say, how are you, sweetheart? Like, let's go. And then she suddenly sees some kind of unusual stuff in the area. Then it's very understandable that she would be worried. Well, I would have to say that that cysts are not an STI. They're not sexually. I know they're not. I'm simply saying they're they're not normal. Well, I hear what you're saying, but 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 most people I would hope would know that they weren't STI related, and and so they're not. Okay. I I subscribe to this notion because people do come in to me sometimes and say, "Oh, my penis looks a bit funny. Is that wrong?" Or my or or I have a cyst. Exactly. Is my you know? Or girls come in and they say, "Oh, my labia don't look right." Do you know what I think, George? I think this. I think if someone's lucky enough to get down there with somebody, they should be grateful for what they 
find. I don't. Right. This think is certainly is your become, last day on the show. We've become body fascists about what everything. What about this poor 57-year-old fellow who's pins and needles in his chest and they go away? Yeah, I read that and he was saying they're kind of fluttering pins and needles. So I'm not quite sure if he's describing pins and needles or if he's describing palpitations. And they're two slightly different But everybody things. gets palpitations. Relax is the Well, answer. palpitations are very often not cardiac. I mean, they yeah. can be cardiac. They can be an arrhythmia, but they're often to do with alcohol. They're often to do with coffee. They're often to do with anxiety. If you if, if, if it's palpitations, if your heart is missing funny beats, I would suggest getting what's called a Holter monitor, which is just to, to make yeah. sure that everything's okay. If you're actually having some kind of pins and needles, which are the prickly, tingly sensations yeah. that people have, that's a neurological um, symptom. It's it's a different kind of a symptom. And why you're having them, I'm not entirely sure. Why don't you wait and see if it gets a bit serious? It's, look, it, it doesn't last very long. He's not overweight. He's reasonably fit. He's 57. He's fine. I think you he just should have an investigation. Oh, I, I knew it. I knew it. I'm like, the doctor. What do you want me to say? But you doctors are all the same. You've got a pal who's down in the cardiac That's not what pal. I'm saying. I'm not suggesting I'm going to send him to my pals. I'm suggesting that right. whether he has palpitations or whether he has pins okay. and needles, it might be good to know. Well, I'm going to do a funeral. You don't have to give. Okay, yeah. I'll just sit here. No, Kira in Dublin, not you. Kira in Dublin, 32. She has a crust up her nose for years. What happened when she broke her nose 15 years ago? She used to get infected. Doesn't. Every so often it falls out and grows back again. Could she, Should you be worried? No. Put a bit of Vaseline up your nose, Kira. Well done. See, you can do it. You can do it if I keep you under pressure. Uh, now, uh, having a range of health issues on an old whiplash causing trouble to his pituitary gland or his purity gland, his whatever. Pitu- it's <laughs> pituitary gland, which is a P-shaped gland that sits in between your eyes just under... Has nothing to do with a whiplash. Nothing. And that that's actually a very... You're dead right. Your whiplash injury is a bit of strain in the back of your neck. Um, your pituitary gland is is a hormone-secreting gland that sits under All your right. brain. Um I don't know what he's talking about because they're not linked. Yeah. And I'm worried now. Although this one I worry about. Okay, go on. Somebody who has spots and skin problems on their face, which I always think is socially very debilitating. It can be if it's if it's yeah. if it's significant. It, it seems to have got worse, listener says. Okay, if you're having lots of spots on your face, go and see a doctor because it can be yes, treated. And I it can agree. be and, and, and we can cure it irrespective of how severe it is because we can use everything from topical treatments to antibiotics to the pill to if you have to ratchet it up onto something like Roaccutane, you do. Yeah, I, I knew you'd get to I Roaccutane. Knew. <laughs> yeah, I can't mention a bloody drug here but without you leaping in with you your little like knowledge curiosity. dangerously. A Rakuten could send you off to the funny farm. So could having a face full of spots at 16. All right. Anyway, we can fix it. Stop we can. Worrying. We can fix we can it. Go fix and see it. somebody. Uh, now, red, itchy, swollen parts and hands and toes. Could it be chillblains? Yes. Yes, it could be chillblains. Um, right. And chillblains are usually caused by your cold and then you expose your, your, your um, extremities to heat. So, yeah, well, you see, what about this 15-year-old child now who has chillblains as well? It's very uncomfortable. She gets them all over her body, won't go away. You shouldn't get chillblains all over your body, George. So it could be something else. I think it is something else. Go to the doctor. Hives she has, I'd suggest. No, she hasn't. I think she does. 
I'm just going to put my money down on hives. I bet you a fiver. Go to the doctor. Go to the doctor. Chillblains are on the extremities. They're on the fingers or also yeah. the toes. Because they're nerve related. Isn't that right? Well, they're to do with, with, with hot and cold, really. and and They're a bit like shingles, aren't they, kind of? <laughs> no, but... They're not. All right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just try to make you look good, like. That's what I'm trying to do. Thanks, George. <laughs> yeah. 53106. Send your questions in and we'll deal with them. In our own inimitable way. There's a 46-year-old here had a marina removed. Yeah. What's a marina? Marina coil. We just mentioned it there earlier, an IUD. After nearly... Uh, After uh, eight years. Yeah. She nearly went bald. After two weeks, two months of having it out. Yeah. It's getting better now. Having a marina in or having marina out should not make you go bald. I, I, I'm just I, that's okay. something else. This is a woman who's suffering from alopecia, and alopecia to the significant level that she's talking about as she nearly gone bald. Um, they, they shouldn't be the same thing. All right, you don't think the marina in Dunleary will make people go bald? Will you? No, and I don't think it can be inserted either. <laughs> Oh, this fella's smoking since he's 18, Sean. He's now 34. That's 16 years he's smoking. I don't believe it. He's now worrying about stopping smoking. But, I mean, give me a break. Of course you can. You're only 34. He's worried about his father having cancer. Let's be fair. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Please stop smoking. Smoking is the yeah. worst thing you can do for your body. Your older self will never thank your younger self for anything more than becoming a non-smoker. Um, yes, you've smoked for a while. Yes, there is going to be a little bit of, of damage and wear and tear in your lungs. Stop now. Lots of improvement All will right. take place. I must say, Carl is a regular listener to the programme and he's obviously taking the you-know-what out of you because he says, I have a spot on my face. Should I use a topical steroid cream? He also says it's been there for nearly a year. If that isn't a joke, Carl, what I would suggest to you is a spot on your face for nearly a year may not be a simple spot. It may be something more than that. Go and get it checked. Yes, and don't be using a topical uh, thingamabob cream. <laughs> I'm no comment. You recommend that for everyone. I, I didn't recommend I'm it once today. I'm amazed you didn't recommend it for creeping alopecia, which the lady had in her head. Don't worry about your hair. Just Creeping alopecia is not a medical term. It is so. It was used in the 60 years ago on a regular basis. <laughs> Why are you laughing at me? Why are you laughing at me? Do you have a George? Creeping alopecia. Oh, do you want me to tell you my creeping alopecia story? Palamine had creeping alopecia. Stop saying it. <laughs> right? And he couldn't get cured in Ireland. Right? I'm not surprised. He went to London. This is 1956. Okay. Right? Okay. So he's a schoolboy. And okay. he's bald as an egg. Right? So he goes to London and they fix it. Right? So he, he says, his father's there, and his father says to the doctor, Doctor, this is a miracle. You know, how much do I owe you? You know? And your man said, Well, it could be a bit expensive. And your man says, I don't care. You know, whatever it is. And he says, Oh, no, you don't pay me. You don't pay the hospital. The National Health Service looks after you. But when you go back to Ireland, you will have to buy the pills I'm going to give you or treatment or whatever, the topical steroid cream, <laughs> and you'll have to pay for that. So his child had a miracle cure from creeping alopecia, and he didn't have to pay a cent for it. Thanks to British uh, 
uh, National Health Service. Darren, I'm going to give Darren a bollocking now. Okay. Any ideas for a sore ankle? Been running for years and now my ankle gets fairly sore. I didn't hit it or injure it. He's been running for years. I bet she's been running for years on concrete. Mm, probably. I bet she's been running for years, maybe with bad shoes. Maybe. Physio. Get some physio. You know, Go have some. He's, he's done. It's over. Darren, it's all over, kid. <laughs> no, I'm going to get my coat now. I can go home. No, but what I mean is, I know if you, you run for years, right, then the joints which have been sustaining, incredible. Isn't that right? When you run, you are effectively putting, like you can, doctors can work it out, you're putting three tonne of pressure on the ankle or something. Do you know what I mean? Isn't that right? Well, running is hard on the joints, particularly if you're running on hard surfaces, yes. But having said that, exercise and activity the benefits of it may 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 outweigh the the downsides. Darren, to the listenership at large, I would prefer to be fat and have no pain in my ankle mm. than be mm. a, a, a slim gym like Dr. Kelly wants you to be with creeping alopecia and spots <laughs> uh, and having your period down every 17 days because you've been running is an absolute disaster. I'm going to have to start distancing myself. What's this? Right, <laughs> What's this HPV vaccine this gay guy is on about? He's 30. What's the HPV vaccine? We don't refer to people as this gay guy. He refers to himself as a 30-year-old gay guy. He does, not me. Okay. The HPV vaccine, George, is is the vaccine that has been brought in. Um, something people refer for to girls. as... girls? Well, well, there's an argument for having it for boys as well. It's to reduce women's risks largely of contracting cervical cancer. Okay, that's the first thing. Um, and it, But it does also reduce your risk of contracting but, but head and neck cancer. All right, but even though he's gay, Right? Okay. Yeah. How he can't get cervical cancer. So no, why he, would he use the HPV? But he could get other HPV related cancers. Head, oh, head and neck cancers are, are also um HPV related. All right, listen, I want to go to this one because this okay. was a worry for me in the old days when we were working on the rhythm method. Okay. Uh first there was the pill which saved our butt and then there after my time, too late for me, was the morning after pill. Okay. Now, your man, I, I've had this experience. It's terrifying. The condom rips, right? Okay. Yeah. So now the only, in my day, the only cure was three decades of the rosary. Does the morning after pill, does it have to be the morning after or what? No, it doesn't. Postcoital contraception does exist and it is another tool in our kind of arsenal of medications that we can use to prevent pregnancy and contraception. Um, what can you do? You can, there are pills you can take for, for um, up to three days after you've had unprotected sex. Okay. There are pills you can take for up to five days afterwards. All right. The other one that you can do as well is you can get a post-coital copper coil fitted um, up to five days that's, after. That's an abortifacient. No, it is not. It's not. No, it isn't. The, uh, the post-coital contraceptions are not abortifacients. We are not allowed to use abortifacients in this country. However, we are allowed to use post-coital contraceptions. But there's a major issue on these things between you and me because you're an atheist. Um, and I'm, so you don't no, have these issues. It's not just because I'm an atheist, it George. Is. It's because I'm, a, I'm an egalitarian and I'm pro-choice. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You're different from me. That's all I said. Yes, and um, there is postcoital contraception available right. through your doctors and through family planning clinics. And um, you don't have to have it immediately afterwards. However, the effect and the efficacy of postcoital contraception goes down over time. If you need it, get it now. Get it this yeah. afternoon. 
Yeah, but it is a terrifying feeling, I'm telling you. Well, an unplanned pregnancy can be devastating yeah, to oh, people. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Anyway, there's a fella, before you go, there's a fella on Halcyon because he can't sleep. Okay. Problem is, he's still, he, he sleeps all right, but he's tired all the time, which, we, you know, is a mess. But he can't come off Halcyon. Now is his problem. Well, this is the difficulty with all night sedation, all sleeping tablets, yeah. is, is that you become dependent on them and then you can't sleep without them yeah. because they're addictive. But yeah. then the next day you have a hangover from your drugs. Yeah. Um, you need to wean yourself down off these things. They're a mugs game. I don't think that anybody yeah. should be on yeah. them long term. Uh, we won't mention in passing, of course, that he got the pills in the first place from a doctor. He didn't find them on the shelf. Like. We won't, no. Somebody but you're didn't. right, no. And, and, and you know what? People shouldn't be on them. And I totally agree with you. Well, somebody should say, I can't sleep. And then there's a guy or a girl who's a doctor, right, who says, here, take these. Mostly nowadays, we don't say now take these. I say it, tell people to Google a thing called sleep hygiene. That's what you should right. be doing if you can't okay. sleep. If you can't sleep, the last thing that works, but definitely works, is a topical steroid cream <laughs> applied. And it's Dr. Kira Kelly. Uh, or your creeping alopecia. <laughs> <laughs> who is shares in the topical steroid cream manufacturers. will be back next week with the Right Hook Health Checkup. Get your questions in to 53106. Keep the number of letters in any one noun to less than seven so I can pronounce them. We'll be back next week. More on the right hook.